Hello all, welcome to the Northern Electric Vehicle Experience for Monday, January 20, nope, not 24th, Monday, January 31st, I'm behind by a week. Um, Northern Electric Vehicle Experience, or NEVE, or NEVI, let's just go with Northern Electric Vehicle Experience, or Northern EV Experience, how's that? Um... Let's get right into it this week. We got a fair bit to talk about. Uh, one thing is particularly interesting. We'll save that to the end, as is our want. Uh, an interesting vehicle that I read about this week that is being produced, well, developed here in in Canada, in Toronto, by Canada's own Daymac, or more specifically, uh, Daymac. What do they call this thing? Daymac Avenir, very fancy, or Avenir, Avenir, I think. Um, that is sort of their high-end development line, the way I understand it. This is a three-wheeled EV that is got a prototype already. Um, they are, let's see, they're hoping to build some 50,000 of these in the next few years in Toronto, and it should employ several hundred people. Uh, they, the vehicle is, it looks like a car up front, kind of a sporty car. Uh, but it, then it goes narrow at the back and it's, it's a three wheeler, nice big wide, uh, rear wheel. Um, these are not little putt putts though, that you, you just sort of scoot around on the side of the road or off road or whatever. This is a functioning car. It's supposed to be, um, it is going to be. The uh, Daymac is currently uh, in the process of building out a 450,000 square foot facility. Um, it has 26,000 reservations for this uh, Spiritus EV. Uh, that's a lot, especially when they're hoping to build 50,000 over the next few years. Um, they will. They expect to start deliveries in 2023. Uh, the they have developed, they're obviously using some off the shelf stuff, but they've also uh, developed a proprietary wireless charging system. Uh, the Deluxe will go for $22,995 US dollars. It would have a 36 kilowatt hour battery and a range of 290 kilometers. The Ultimate would sell for a whopping 149,000 US dollars have a 480 kilometer range and an 80 kilowatt battery. It will go zero to 97 kilometers an hour in a blistering 1.8 seconds. I'm getting this from an article by the car guide. I have linked it in the show notes. This is very interesting and it would be great to see an interesting company that is known more for uh, high-end scooters and personal mobility devices and, and uh, e-bikes and that kind of thing, uh, getting into the real car business. There's a bit more to Daymac, which we'll cover uh, in the uh, months to come. They have other vehicles that they're working on, which is in sort of an off-roader, a bit more of a, a better personal mobility device, but also a very interesting thing called Skyrider. They're working on developing an actual personal flying device. This may be pie in the sky, pun intended, but uh, I'm hoping uh, for the best. I'd love to see this become a real thing.
Now, what else do we got on the go? Kia EV6. Now, this is the sister vehicle to the Hyundai Ioniq 5. And it is also a very interesting vehicle. It is a, it is a, let's call it a sportier EV. It is on the same platform as the Hyundai Ioniq 5, but it is sportier in design, but has very much similar, um, uh, similar attributes. It's already for sale in England uh, and I think parts of Europe. Um, it has similar ultra fast charging. It is more sporty. Pricing, according to Hyundai Canada, is not yet available, but it is also on the 800 volt system. Also charges from 10 to 80% in 18 minutes. Uh, has a 480 kilometer range and a 77.4 kilowatt hour battery. That is a very exciting new vehicle. Uh, I have linked the Kia website uh, in the show notes. It doesn't have a lot on there, but it's definitely a vehicle I'm interested in. I think the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a more my speed kind of vehicle, but this definitely looks like a very nice car. The Koreans are, I think they're firing on all cylinders right now. So uh, it's good to see. The next article is uh, Samsung SDI. That is the battery production division of Samsung that makes um, high-end EV batteries. Uh, was working with Rivian for a long time on uh, developing a partnership and building out a battery plant just for them. Um, that apparently has fallen apart and they have gone and set up something or they've inked a deal or some something to that effect with Stellantis. That doesn't mean apparently that Rivian is going to be uh, cut out entirely. Apparently they will still be purchasing cells uh, from Rivian, although this is still early days on this article. When I know more, I'll pass it on. But uh, Stellantis is getting the partnership. So I don't know where that leaves Rivian, Rivian exactly because... To be a serious auto manufacturer, you need to take uh, that kind of uh, production in-house. I think you cannot rely on, on a third-party uh, plant to produce you the batteries you need for your vehicles. You can have partnerships, but you have to have a plant that is dedicated to making your batteries or you could be subject to the whims of the market and i don't think that is a place where rivian would like to be so i'm sure they have plans and we should be hearing about it shortly that article was on clean technica i am not going to reference the article uh, but clean technica just released this not that long ago um but I'm not going to link the article because it seems to have been corrupted in some way and maybe have a virus attached to it. So let's just not do that because um, my my virus scanning software went, whoa, close that. But I heard it in another, um, another news article. So it is a valid article and uh, it should be interesting to follow. Now, moving on to the main topic of conversation, modern lithium-ion battery production. Um, 
Canada is well positioned in terms of uh, we have a lot of the of the necessary resources to become a major player in battery production, but our resource sector in this area is rather underdeveloped. Um, we haven't uh, explored what re reserves we have. Like right now, we only have, I think, two or three percent of the world's reserves, um, but that's known reserves. We could have much more and likely do have much more, but we do not have the industry right now going after that, uh, those components. Canada right now has fairly, uh, well, four of the main, uh, components of a battery that would be cobalt, lithium, nickel, and graphite. Those are, are in fairly large quantity in Canada and are expected to be able to be found in larger quantities. We have virtually no uh, production of any of those things. Nickel, yes, we, we do a fair bit of nickel, but we, we don't, we have historically done a lot of nickel, but we haven't done a lot in a while. Uh, a lot of that has to do with global mining, who owns our mines, that kind of thing. Uh, we certainly used to produce a large portion of the world's nickel, and we could certainly go back to doing that. We also have significant reserves of cobalt, uh, lithium, and graphite, but we need to do a lot more exploration to make those reserves work for us. Now, I don't want Canada to be only a producer of raw materials that we haul out of the ground and then we ship somewhere. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think we want to be a place that just digs up stuff and sells that stuff somewhere because the real money in anything like this is the production of the end end product the improved resources like the refining and all that and canada has the ability to to with our hydroelectric and nuclear power we have the ability to produce these uh in a more clean uh fashion than other countries some many other countries could so we should capitalize that on that and go into more production a do more exploration find what we've got um, spend money to develop the the refining capacity and lure um, battery producers here uh, with various incentives to develop that industry this is a huge industry um, according to a Toronto Star article that uh, came out just recently, um, Canada, let's see, when did this come out? January 30th, yesterday. Um, Canada is well positioned uh, to grow in this field, but we have to make a concerted effort to do it. It won't just happen on its own. Um, we have to, uh, I think, you know, the mining and that would happen more or less on its own. If the resources are there, people will go find it and take it out of the ground. But for it to become a whole industry, which will employ more people and produce more uh, money for our economy, um, the higher paid, higher skilled jobs, 
uh, we have to work on this industry, turn it into the new oil industry, turn it into um, a major backbone for our, our economy. That means, as an example, um, out there in the world, uh, it is estimated that uh, battery cell demand will grow by 20% a year until it reaches U.S. $360 billion by 2030. That's from the Toronto Star article. That was entitled, let's see, I'll link it in the show notes, but demand is suddenly soaring for electric vehicle batteries. Can Canada seize the moment? Um, 20% a year until it reaches $360 billion in 2030. 2030 is only eight years away. That is a massive pile of money that we want to have a piece of. Um, in this article, it also mentions that the number of battery plants slated for construction has grown from three in 2015 to 192 in 2021. That's huge. That is massive. And I think there's one uh, slated for Quebec, and that's um, Lion Electric's own battery plant. Um, I don't think there are any others at this time. We do have a couple of refining operations on the go, uh, or under development or under production. That would be uh, up in Cobalt, Ontario, the Temiskaming Shores. A company called Electra Battery Materials Corporation is investing around 100 million dollars to expand a cobalt refinery in go figure cobalt ontario i wonder why it's called that hmm. also uh quebec's namaska lithium is currently building a lithium production facility and also sudbury's 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 uh frontier lithium is uh working to develop lithium uh production in ontario Ontario apparently has enough lithium for almost 500,000 electric car batteries per year. That's a lot. And if you think about the production um, capacities that are going to be needed to produce electric vehicles going into the future, those are going to require lots of batteries, lots of production. Maybe Canada won't be making the whole cars like uh, we have in the past, but maybe we could become a very significant player in the battery space. Um, we don't need the whole market, but we could take a good chunk of it if we if we make a concerted effort to move there uh, immediately. And we need to. Uh, I think Canada can build this market. We really should. And I don't want it to be just a case where we draw the, the raw material out of the ground uh, and then we ship that raw material somewhere else to be refined. Uh, turned and eventually manufactured into an end product that were, is worth far more than that raw material originally started at. We need to have that whole supply chain sorted out. And if the current situation has taught us anything, we really don't want supply chains that are scattered across the globe, if we can possibly help it. Look at the semiconductor shortages. 
Look at the shortages on our store shelves and in our grocery stores. So much of what we buy uh, is sourced from all over the world. And if the thing itself is made here, many of its components come from around the world. I know for decades, the idea that a globalized supply chain was a good idea, was a mantra that, in my opinion, has been proven very, very short-sighted. Um, if there's any kind of a disruption to that global supply chain, um, it can be catastrophic. And I don't think we want to have our electric vehicle industry uh, supply chain scattered around the planet. Let's uh, bring some of this into Canada. Let's get this production done and let's create those jobs right here at home. If you guys have any thoughts about uh, anything I've talked about this week, particularly uh, about the idea of Canada getting heavily into the electric uh, vehicle battery business, uh, please talk to me about it. If you know anything about it, or if you work for a company involved in these sorts of things, by all means, reach out to me and maybe we can get you on the show. Um, remember also that batteries are not only used, these kinds of batteries are not only used in electric vehicles. They are going to be used for stationary power in homes, stationary power in businesses, grid scale power, and many, many, many more uses that are going to be developed over time. This is the oil of the future. And we need to, to be at the forefront of it, just like we have in oil. This could be a great transition, transitionary uh, market for uh, some of our Western provinces who for sure will be, made, will be producing oil for years to come. And probably uh, forever, there will still need to be oil for lubricants, for plastics, for various other products even if it's not being used to burn as, as fuel, there will still be an industry there, but there is going to be less and less jobs in that field. And these people need to be able to transition, uh, uh, or their children need to be able to move into, uh, the new jobs of the future, even if their parents are, uh, are going to ride out the oil industry, uh, as it shrinks. I don't like, I don't say that with any great glee, um, I would be happy to see the, the climate change, uh, inducing, uh, pollution come to an end, but I certainly would not want to see the, um, see those jobs disappear or the prosperity that has, has been a hallmark of, of Western Canada and Canada as a whole, uh, partly as a result of that. Did you hear those, those jingling sounds that's pompey again he's a restless little doggy it's not even near his dinner time yet but i guess he knows he wants to be on the air well thank you everybody for listening and we'll talk again in about a week well that's it for this episode please be sure to like share and subscribe and check out our show notes to find a link to ask your questions and submit your comments we really do want to hear from you. Take care, and thank you for listening to the Northern Electric Vehicle Experience.